Hi guys and welcome back to Table for One. Um, I know it's been two weeks rather than the usual weekly uploads but um, yeah honestly I just wasn't really in a headspace to record and want to upload last week and then I've been quite busy with uni during this week that's just ending. Um, it's Saturday morning so again recording right on time or late I guess but anyway um, but yeah this week's episode is one I've been wanting to talk about since I started the podcast and it's something that is I think is really important for me I'm such an advocate for um, this and I just feel like although the conversation around it is growing and expanding there's still not enough said about it so if this even helps like one person um, you know I've helped to spread the messages a bit so yeah I'm kind of hoping that's what this episode will aim to do so yeah today I will be talking about mental health um, my experiences with it um, which are continuing you know it's not something that just an experience ends abruptly I don't think um kind of my thoughts on it and advice as well like what I've learned um myself in my you know 20 years of living on earth um and of course I'm by no means any expert I don't have a qualification in anything but sometimes it's just nice to hear from people who have experiences I always like listening to other people's and I find them really I'm quite helpful and insightful so yeah I'm kind of hoping that this has the same effect for you guys listening um I will just put a trigger warning I am obviously going to be talking about mental health um particularly anxiety and depression if you don't have the capacity to listen to this right now please don't maybe go listen to one of my other episodes there's like some really light-hearted ones about my favorite things um when I chat with my flatmates like yeah and you know, come back to this when you feel like you're ready to listen. But anyway, without further ado, let me get into the episode. So my mental health experiences, honestly, like hasn't been very long since I feel like I can say I've struggled with it. Um, When I was in childhood, I feel like I was fine, you know, like I was quite shy and I definitely, um, wasn't totally carefree you know I would worry about things but you know that's just a personality thing or I thought it was you know quite a personality thing um in my adolescence like throughout high school also like really stable there was no times you know where I felt like I was in a really particularly angsty um like typical teen stage um not that that's like a you know negative stereotype or anything but yeah I didn't I wouldn't have said I had any trouble with it and then um same with my first year of uni and it's interesting because like I think a lot of people when there is big transition and change is when they can um struggle and I moved cities I was living in a halls of residence so like outside of home for the first time but yeah I found it fine I think you know with the structure of uni and I made some really good friends and was like doing um running as an extracurricular so it's like just you know my life was kind of just still ticking along and it was in second year that so this was last year 2020 that I feel like everything kind of really hit the fan and I think a lot of it was to do with the pandemic um obviously that was a huge unprecedented 
unprecedented change for the entire world like we'd never been through this or anyone who's you know alive today had never really been through anything like it um and looking back I definitely it was like anxiety that was flaring up but at the time I didn't know what it was and I just thought it being overdramatic um but yeah I kind of started to notice that my thoughts would just be racing all the time I would feel very on edge and like tense um like I just couldn't relax like physically and sometimes if it got quite bad like you know the thoughts were really racing say I had nothing to distract me it would be really hard to breathe and I had a couple of like anxiety attacks or panic attacks I guess where I would be like I guess crying and it would be really hard to breathe and stuff and I think that really scared me um because I hadn't felt anything like that in my entire life and I probably for like a month or two I was just trying to like deal with it like keep myself busy keep myself distracted go on walks you know like making sure I was sleeping a lot um trying to take care of myself in all the ways that we are told we should to like look after our mental health and nothing was changing if anything it was probably like getting worse so I was like okay right I want to do something about this um and I went to um some therapy sessions through the uni first and I didn't really click with the counselor I think I had two sessions with him and just wasn't really it um and so I was like okay I don't want to go back here and then I looked online privately and um luckily my parents were really supportive of me looking for a like therapist or counselor or professional help and they're willing to help support me financially because I realized it is really expensive and it's um obviously not accessible to everyone which I will come to later talking about mental health services but yeah I found a private therapist and I clicked really well with her and um I was feel really lucky to have done that and so I started going to that and um it definitely helped like you know it was a place where I could feel I did feel very safe and I think you know if you're dealing with at that time it was quite bad anxiety in my case but having that place where you do feel very safe is really important um and I think that's a good sign of when you have a good connection with the therapist or counselor or psychologist or any other form of help um so yeah I gradually you know learned tools to help me cope and like self-soothe was a big one you know when you're in the middle of the racing thoughts or you're really upset about something it's you can't always be helped by someone else so it's important to learn how to help yourself as well and I was able to sort of I guess reframe things in my mind and over this time as well I actually moved back to my parents house um and I think being in that very comfortable environment again really helped so I was basically seeing a therapist fairly regularly until January of 2021 and then I stopped because I was like you know what I feel very stable I feel like I've learned a lot and worked through a lot of things and so I was like okay great you know like you know that was a bit rough it was probably um lockdown induced but we're here now you know a good place you know feeling like life was going well again and then in May of this year so May 2021 I kind of started to feel 
just quite sad or low mood all the time and I think I had very little motivation and you know felt on the verge of tears a lot um sometimes I just felt really like a zombie and I was just like going through the motions and the things that used to interest me didn't really seem that interesting or engaging anymore um and at first I was like no it must just be because I'm stressed with uni and maybe I'm like kind of burning out because I did have a lot of stuff due around that time but then I handed all those things in and the holidays came and nothing changed if anything it actually got worse and this was a different feeling than how I'd felt last year this was more I felt very apathetic and lethargic and just I guess depressed honestly um and I went back to therapy and this it was hard for me to go back because I almost felt like I was admitting defeat and I of course know that is not the case and in fact being able to reach out is a strength um yeah being able to ask for help when you need it is does take a lot of strength and courage but of course in my head at the time I was like I'm just going backwards I'm losing all the progress I've made etc etc um and so yeah I was going back to therapy and this time it was very much like I just felt yeah honestly really depressed and down and I then started to worry and get really anxious about the fact that I'd feel like this way forever um which is a really horrible thing to feel as I'm sure anyone who has struggled with anxiety or depression knows um so my parents also encouraged me to go to my GP about it and I did um at first she was saying so I went once and she was like asking me all about it and she was really happy to hear I was having talking therapy because she was like that's probably the most important thing because as anyone who's been through it knows you know they really try and unpack those deeper things rather than doing like a band-aid over a bullet wound approach um and she was like saying the that you know medication can be used as a tool but she wanted me first to try more natural things so make sure I was getting plenty of sleep exercising natural sunlight because obviously that can boost your serotonin and around this time it's obviously was going into winter in New Zealand and seasonal affective disorder is you know a really it can be very significant um and have a lot of impact on people's mood so I was like doing all of those things and you know I was still exercising I was seeing my friends I was eating well I was having time to myself I was sleeping drinking lots of water you know etc etc and I was still feeling just awful and that's so I ended up going back about six weeks later to the GP and I was prescribed um, a medication, an antidepressant. And this honestly really shook me a little bit because I think it almost really confirmed that this was quite serious and I knew I didn't have to take it and I knew I could stop if I didn't enjoy the effects if I had decided to take it um and I you know I did have this real apprehension about it but you know I was like you know I've got nothing to lose and at this point I felt like I was trying everything else like I'd been in therapy for the regular therapy again for probably two and a half months by this point you know I was doing all those 
things like they tell you to take care of your mental health in my daily life. And so I was like, I've got nothing to lose. I might as well try it. Um, and the first couple of weeks were really hard. Um, and if anyone has ever had experience with this, I know everyone's experiences are different firstly, but it did get worse for the first wee while. Um, and I had to keep reminding myself that I needed to give it a proper chance to work. And then a couple of weeks later, almost without me even realizing until I actually stood still and thought, oh, how am I feeling? And I was feeling much better, like much more stable. Um, I just wasn't being consumed by these racing thoughts as much or feeling so down. And that made me really relieved. I was like, you know, this is working. It's working for me and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that was probably a couple months ago now. So I think I'm maybe nearly three months into taking it and there's still ups and downs as there will be with just general human life because that's what life is like um but overall I think it has hugely helped and you know doing therapy alongside it is also really important because as I was saying before that's helped me really unpack and work through these deeper things but I'm also able to actually do that unpacking and working through because the medication has just stopped their acute emotions and effects being so intense, um, which is really important, I think. So, yeah, that's kind of how I've had experience with mental health. Um, and honestly, I'm just so grateful to be able to access the medic, you know, medication and therapy and the things that I am, the tools that I'm using to help me through it. Because I understand not everyone can, but I think it's really opened my eyes to the whole area of mental health because, you know, obviously I knew it was a thing beforehand and I knew people who had struggled with it, but I never engaged in it this closely. And it's become something I am very passionate about. Um, I think it can be so difficult to get a grasp on or talk about it or understand because it manifests in so many different ways for everyone and everyone will have different experiences and also within you know the medical profession because they are illnesses like mental health is a disease like it took me a long time to I guess realize that these it wasn't just me having a bad day like anxiety and depression are illnesses and they should be treated like them you know the same with um, bipolar disorder schizophrenia you know other um, mental illnesses one can have so although they are diseases and they need to be treated like them because they manifest so differently and there's often so little known about them compared to um, the wealth of knowledge about physical health and physical illness and injury that they don't get taken as seriously almost and obviously they're really heavily stigmatized and I do think that a lot has been done to break that stigma you know more people are opening up and talking about it social media has been honestly for me a really great resource to um hear about other people's experiences find other support or advice or just tips um on dealing with it and so it's been fantastic in that as aspect and um obviously a space for people to open up about things helps break down that stigma but 
it's also a double-edged sword because so many um, effects of social media can also negatively impact mental health you know the constant comparison the um, fact that we're just looking at other people's lives all the time and they're these curated lives it's not accurate and you know all of that but I think if you use it mindfully it can be really helpful um yet there's still so much work to be done and conversations need to be had and honestly for me this having these experiences I had never really talked to my parents this much in this much depth about um mental health and well-being before I've talked to other family members and you know opened up to them and it's made our relationships relationships I think achieve a deeper level and with my friends um so I almost feel like it's really empowering as well in a way to be able to actually you know have those conversations and provide that space for these things to be talked about when they're so often not um and chances are we all know someone who's struggled with this like in New Zealand um this is from the statistics New Zealand website nearly a quarter of people aged over the age of 18 um experience poor mental well-being or mental health struggles like during their lifetime and the rates are much higher for um those who are unemployed or um, for different, you know, ethnic groups have different rates of experiencing poor mental health. So it's not a niche problem. It's not only experienced by a few. It is an epidemic, essentially. And I think just because we don't see it as much or as visibly, it can be um, ignored. And of course, you know, I couldn't talk about it without saying how lockdown has just well and truly thrown a massive spanner in the works like we're not designed to stay at home and only interact with a very select group of people or for people who are living alone to not interact with anyone face to face um like I read this thing and I thought it was really interesting it was talking about how we all have different versions of ourselves in a way not you know we change personalities but you have your work self you have maybe your parent self or your child self you have your friend self you have your um home self you might have your extracurricular self like say you're in a sports team or something but through lockdown most of those selves have been put away or they're not being tried on anymore or utilized or we don't get to embody them so it's exhausting having to just play that one role of just one type of yourself all the time and the uncertainty and of course you know the fear around it like this is a very real that there is a really serious um, virus going around so that has hugely impacted things and I think we can all see that you know across the world with the massive uptake of um, people asking for mental health support and help and assistance and while that's so important if we don't have the capacity for that health sorry the help and support and assistance then things aren't going to change for a while so yeah I'd really recommend everybody if you can in some way have these conversations about mental health if you can donate if you can just even if you spread the word um the more we talk about it the more 
will be it will be realized that this is really important and needs more attention on it um and yeah i guess lastly i just want to give a bit of, bit of advice things that i feel like i've picked up along the way that have helped me and you know i feel like the most important thing is that different things will work for everyone mental health looks different for everyone self-care looks different for everyone but these things have worked for me i think i have to keep reminding myself that it's okay to struggle and to not be okay it's not normal to be happy and feeling great and on top of the world all the time um it's okay to ask for help it's actually takes a lot of strength to ask for help so you know if you've done that i just want to say like i'm really proud of you because it is really hard um and you know in conjunction with that just be kind to everyone including yourself like you never know what someone's going through beneath the surface and you know just taking the extra time or putting a little bit of extra effort into be kind it's not hard but it could really make their day or it could mean a lot to them and it's not a difficult thing to do um and as I was saying before, you know, having conversations and talking to friends and family and whānau about mental health is really important. So if you have the capacity to check in with your friends and family, um, it doesn't have to be a, hi, how is your mental well-being? But hey, like, how have you been recently? Or how's today for you? Or how are you feeling at the moment? Um, or you could even, if you don't think that, they would open up to you in that way or you don't feel uncomfortable maybe you start by opening up and saying something like oh wow like I'm been feeling pretty rough lately with this lockdown things um it's really hard to stay positive or optimistic like how are you going and you've you know facilitated and created that space for this, that conversation to be had um and I think for me like one of the best things I can do is talk to people about it uh, my parents have been a huge source of support and I'm really appreciative for that and many of my friends like you know if you're listening to this you'll know I'll sometimes just call randomly or message um but I think I've started to be much more than you know when someone asks how you're doing rather than me like I'm fine I will actually say I'm not great but you know I know this I'll get through or I know it will pass and I think that's just made the whole conversation around it so much easier um but I understand like bottling up feelings is very much a self-survival instinct and you know to push them down and like we think we can forget about them but unfortunately it probably will just lead to more pain and hardship later on um and I understand we don't always have a position we're not always in a position to be able to talk to someone about it or we don't always have a person to go to but maybe you can write it down I journal a lot I've I just actually started a new one and I'm already like 15 pages in um and it can be the smallest things but I think just getting it out really helps I know a lot of people will speak it into their voice memos or just make videos on snapchat and save it to my eyes only but getting it out is just so important and it just feels like her weight lifted um otherwise if you know you can there's plenty of um free anonymous counseling services you can text them you can call them i know you've probably all seen there's like apps going around including like um better help i think is one i keep seeing 
and they're all free and anonymous and you can just you know utilize them when at a time that works for you but I can guarantee you'll feel better after getting things off your chest and you know I the phrase that my dad often says is a problem shared is a problem halved and I think that's really true um another thing that I've realized over this time is time honestly will heal so many things maybe not completely or they might heal and look different to what it was before but things get easier with time different phases will also pass and you'll make progress with like out even noticing it until you kind of stop one day and take stock and you realize oh I am actually you know maybe haven't cried in a week or I I've actually had a really good week and I only felt anxious one day and also celebrating those little wins is really important um so give yourself time and be patient and things do get better this too shall pass but I guess along with that patience is really important because recovery is really difficult like there's been so many days where I'm like I just want to feel better I just don't want to feel like this anymore but you have to keep doing the work and for me anxiety wise it's like reframing a lot of thoughts and you know actually stopping myself no like my anxious brain's going you know saying one thing and I'm going no that isn't right like that's just the anxiety talking or when you're depressed like when I feel really depressed I'm like no I have to get out of bed and I like do these things because they do make me feel better and we can all do hard things and it is really hard and there will be bad days and good days because recovery is not linear and you'll feel really happy and then you might be really sad a couple days later but it is life and just if you can keep pushing through that's and doing the best you can whatever that looks like at that time that's the you know all anyone can ask and all you can ask of yourself um but you do owe it to yourself to try and to put in the effort because you're worth it like everyone is worth living the life they want to to that whatever that looks like you know and you don't need to justify what you're struggling with like for a long time I was like no this isn't really a problem oh this is just me being dramatic blah blah blah. but you know the fact that I was having panic attacks was indicating otherwise and everyone deals with different stimuli and they're in different environments in different ways so something that I might be greatly affected by might not even cause you to bat an eyelid or vice versa and so again it comes into just the being kind and compassionate because you never know what someone else is going through or how they're going to react to things um yeah so I know this was a real ramble but I like I said I've just been wanting to talk about it for quite a while I hope you got something out of it um if you you know can't remember anything I said that's totally fine I feel like it was a real um word vomit episode but yeah if you get nothing else out you're doing really well I'm proud of you whatever you're doing um be kind to yourself be compassionate to yourself and be kind and compassionate to others too and things will get better like this too shall pass So yeah, thank you guys for listening um, and I'll hopefully talk to you next week. Bye.